One Percenters, welcome back to another episode of the One Percent Podcast with your host, myself, David Nurse. Thank you guys for being on this. I know it's a wild time. Really crazy with uh, the life that's going on right now with the coronavirus. Obviously, everybody's in quarantine. And and really, it just comes down to perspective, like how you are viewing this situation. Are you viewing it as, man, this is horrible. I can't wait till this gets over with. I can't even see the end of the tunnel. Or are you viewing it as a big time opportunity to spend more time with the people that you love, work on the projects that you want to work on, that you've never had time to, that you've always made excuses for. You can improve 1% daily during this quarantine time, and you can make it a time that that you really come out of it on top, that you build these habits, you build a lifestyle, you build, you build routines in your day. And for myself personally, I'm working on book number two. I'm sharpening my keynote talks, doing a lot of podcasting and spending some amazing time with my wife. And you guys can do the same. It's just how you look at it, the perspective that you have on this situation. On today's episode, we have a treat for you. His name is Mike Guevara, Mike G, Coach Mike G, as a lot of people call him in the NBA and NFL. Mike G works primarily with NBA players, Los Angeles Lakers, New Orleans Pelicans, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, to name some of the elite. And he's a sports performance coach, focusing on putting these NBA players, the highest level athletes in the world, at the top of their game every single night when they step on the floor. And this goes in depth on how they sleep, their nutrition, their mindset, a lot of the same stuff that I've been doing for NBA players, he's doing on a personal level, traveling with these players every day of the year. Mike G, his mindset, his optimization, everything is at the highest level and one of the best human beings that I've been around and been able to get to know. So guys, you are going to learn a lot in this podcast. Please let me know what you do learn, what you do take away. Write down that 1% step that you make. Post it on social media, David Nurse NBA. And I want you guys all to use this time as a time to improve, better yourselves, pour into yourself 1% daily so you can pour into others. All right, everybody ready? Let's get it going. Mike G, buckle up, 1%ers. Here we go. Is Chili Pad, chilitechnology.com. These guys are my favorite, not just because their product is amazing, and Chili Pad actively manages the body's temperature to deliver a magical, deep sleep, great REM, makes you feeling like you've woken up just fully rested and recovered to attack the day. But the people they are, I know them well, and they are some of the best people that will care for you, make sure that you are absolutely getting the most out of every night's sleep. And think about it too. You're going to save a ton of money just because you don't have to turn the air conditioner down to 60 degrees. This chili pad or the Uller, it's going to regulate your body's temperature to sleep in the cold. Cool sleep is magical sleep. And luckily for you, they're great friends of mine and they've given me a code to give you a super discount. DNBball25 at checkout gets you 25% off the chili pad. DNBball10 gets you 10% off the Uller at checkout. Go to chilitechnology.com. All of this will be linked in the show notes and start sleeping like a baby today. All right. Mike G. Mike Gravera. Did I say that right? Was that, is that the Latin way to say it? Si, senor. Si. Oh, I got it down. <laughs> Rolled my tongue, Gravera. Mike, let's just jump into it and tell us something about you that nobody else knows. Start us off with a bang. Okay. Uh, first of all, everybody knows me as Drew Holiday's trainer and NBA and trainer of all the pro basketball players, but yep. no one really knows that I played college football. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Basketball was not my sport. Uh, I played receiver at the Division II level in Michigan at Ferris State. I'm sure Ray, being from Detroit, you know, he, he probably heard of this school. Not about it. Oh, yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, I was, I was quite the wideout. Yeah, I, I see you. I read up about you and you going to NFL combines and being 5'8 in a wideout going to NFL combines. You must have had some kind of talent or you must have had some kind of relentless, crazy work ethic. 
Um, talent, not so much. Didn't hit the genetic lottery on that one, being 5'8", not to mention Asian and Hispanic. Uh, however, you nailed it, relentless work ethic, which meant that I knew I needed to outwork my competition because I wasn't going to out-athletic anybody. So studying as well as keeping my body at the physical peak condition is exactly how I was able to be successful. Yeah, and you have since transformed that into being one of the top NBA performance coaches literally in the game. It's there's it's great you're on this podcast because I basically feel like I know you from the people that I've talked to who speak super highly about you. So how did you tell the audience, how did you, like a lot of people look at this NBA performance coach and mm-hmm. I've trained a lot of NBA players. So I get in a lot too is like, oh, wow, how, how the heck do you get into that? What was your was your breakthrough moment to get into like, hey, I, I can do this at a high level? I don't believe in luck. Love it. Whatsoever. I feel like we make our luck or we create our luck rather. Um, however, there there does need to be a right place, right time type opportunity. And it's our responsibilities as humans to make sure we're ready for those opportunities. And my opportunity came when I was working with Billy Miller, who's an ex-NFL player at this facility called the Factory in Westlake Village, California. Now, the main demographic of clientele was NFL football players and NFL combine prep. But for some reason, Drew Holiday and his camp walked into through the door. And it wasn't for some reason. It was actually because it was an agency relationship. and. The first two years of his program, I was literally the the water boy slash towel holder slash weight carrier slash, you know, make sure everything's set up. And over those, you know, over the course of that time, you develop a relationship with people. You, you start to get to know people. You click with people. And the more and more I spent time with Drew and his family and everyone that wanted to work out, the more and more I got in touch with them and started to create this bond. So fast forward to the, the, the following summer, maybe the summer of his third year. And he, had, he actually handpicked me and, and hit me up and was like, hey, I, we want to work with you. We think that it's a good fit. And since his third year in the NBA up until now, I've been blessed with the opportunity to be his guy. Awesome. And obviously through working with Drew, I was I was introduced to all the Pelicans, which introduced me to Anthony Davis, um, my dog Ray on the other on, on the other line. Yeah. You know, just being around a bunch of greatness and not being afraid to take chances and and and, and speak your 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 testimony to anybody and everybody that was willing to listen. I just was unafraid and and went for it. And now here we are, and I feel like I'm still barely scratching the tip, the, you know, scratching the surface or, or the tip of the iceberg, so to speak, because I just feel like there are so many more people to, to, to have an impact on. And that's my mission. And that's my goal, man. I live to serve. Mike, that's amazing. Before I let, let Ray, the man on the other line, jump in on a question, I just got to point out to the audiences, if you listen to that, he's achieving his goals by doing the best that he can with what he has. Like you said, you were a towel, towel boy for the first couple of years. You didn't think anything was below you, but you did it with such service and such a great positive attitude that that's why these Drew Holidays and Anthony Davis, that's why those relationships build, because you give all you have in the moment with what you've been given. So it's that's beautiful. Beautiful. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, I didn't know all that, Mike. (laughs) Well, there you go. You get to know a little bit more about me. This is a, a good situation. Man. So, so tell me, when, when you work with such high-level guys, like you said, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, you know, those are some of the you know, top guys in the, in the NBA, how do you always come up with something new? I feel like all your styles, mm. is, it's a unique style. It's mm. your own. It's not anything out of the book. It's not traditional. It's, it's always something new. Is that because you're working with such talented guys, you've got to keep their attention or mm. – I mean, how do you how do you go about that? So when you're in it for the long run with a Drew Holiday, you always that's one of the things that he'll say about me that he loves about me 
And I feel like you, as well as anybody else who, who's worked with me over the course of a long period of time, more than two years, is that I'm always re-innovating. I'm always trying to keep the attention of my athletes, but still hitting the mark, right? Being on target, not just giving guys and gals workouts just to make them, you know, entertain, but being able to hit the mark in terms of what they need, what their body needs, challenging them, but not over challenging them to the point to where it's, it's dangerous to their, to their physical condition and continuously keeping the workouts fresh. Now, I'm a firm believer that no idea is original. Uh, original. I'll never say that I made anything up ever. You'll never hear me say I made this exercise up or I made this method up or anything of that because everything that I do was an inspiration from what I saw, who, what I've been taught, my mentors, um, any type of seminar or conference that I've been to. It's just a compilation of everything that I pay attention to and put it together. I'll take what I like. I discard what I dislike and create a systematic approach onto how to deliver this information through exercise, through application, and still give the athlete and client what they need and hopefully what they want so that they keep coming back to me. Um, it's, it really just comes down to studying, continuously uh, keeping that fire, motivation, and drive to be in love and desire to get better in your field. And I feel like anybody that's great at something, whether it's being a doctor, a lawyer, a basketball player, or even a performance coach like myself, you have to continuously stay in that relentless approach of studying getting yourself better every day and all that takes is just effort you know always being on the cutting edge of any type of material whether that's through journals conferences other coaches and never ever downplaying anything because you never know you can always get some type of inspiration from anything that's that you see so you know keep your eyes open and I feel like that's what makes me available to, to continuously keep people um, uh, entertained, I guess, is, is it, for lack of a better term, yeah. but still getting better in their goals of being a better athlete. Yeah, I mean, the way you just put it is, is I would agree all the way. Uh, I, I want to say we probably met four or five years ago and got a little bit uh, that summer. And since then, this past year, Mike and I have had the chance to work with the, I've had the opportunity and the pleasure to work with Mike for about four months this year, I would say, mm-hmm. total with the whole situation in China sure. and then going over to cross the water late. And I mean, every day, every, every week, every but, month, it's been something it's been yeah. new and something predicated specific, specifically for me. So yeah, I've been, man, and it's, it's been an honor. But when you, Whoa. when you talk about working with these, these guys, and if anybody's seen all the guys you work with, Rondo to Mike James, top player in the Euro League, to Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, the list goes on and on. How do you deal with everybody's egos? I know it's tough being a basketball player. <laughs> right. hoop, it's hard. Some guys they they want to show up late or they got other things going on. How do you how do you manage the ego part? Mike, that's what I did, dealt with with Ray last summer in LA when he coming from workouts. It was crazy. The entourage that he brought, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like 20 plus, right? I I, I told him he had to keep that down to five and we're we're solid. (laughs) Uh, No, but egos, it's what every, you know, when you're dealing with the top level of anything, they're, they're all alphas and they're all, they all have egos, but, um, and I, I too have an ego for sure. But I feel like, it's it's it, it's a hard question for me to answer because it would be it would be easy for me to say, man, I, I just been getting nothing but great guys. Like, because it feels that way in a sense that nobody has really tried to challenge me in that in that sense of like showing up late consistently or not wanting to do an exercise or whatever the case may be in terms of when that may um, 
present itself. However, maybe it's because of the way I approach the situation initially, perhaps. Like, I'm very upfront. I'm very outspoken. I don't disrespect, but I demand respect. I also know that communication is the number one key to all relationships. So anytime I have a a new athlete or someone that I'm dealing with that, you know, I'm barely getting to know. And I know that they've had several strength coaches or performance coaches. And I'm just another number, you know, number seven down the line. And it's like, all right, well, get to know this person. Like, (laughs) how many kids does he have? Does he have a family? You know, what's his favorite restaurants? You know, you just kind of try to get to know people and show them that it's not just business. It's not just do three sets of 10. It's, it's a relationship. And I hope that Ray, that I've, I've shown you that I care about more than just an interaction in the weight room. I care about, you know, like before we were on air, we were talking about what your, what your China situation looked like. Right. And it, it matters to me that it's more than just professional and client it's it's almost a friendship and it will grow into a friendship if the client allows it to which is fine if they don't for sure but i think that that respect that that first level of respect like man mike g like actually cares about me as a human being and not just do this work or get paid this money that sets the tone and then also in combination with you know i'm pretty straight to the point like it's like look this is the work this is how we do it you got questions no well let's get after it let's throw this music on and and bang it out pause uh (laughs) you you kind of as as an athlete going into that situation probably is like you know what I, i i think that this is a great situation i love what we're doing and why wouldn't i respect this man's time and and i'm not sure if that's the case but that's what it feels like and that's the way I'm going to continue to work because it's that hasn't failed me yet. Mike, you're spot on. Relationships, communication, caring about the players before yourself, service mentality. Like I get juiced up listening to that because that's exactly how I am. And it's not to pat sure. myself on the back or anything, but hey, that 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 is what works, really. We need to I'm, I'm going to put it out there right now. We need to work together. You need to come out here to L.A. in the summertime. Oh, I'm out in L.A. It's just a matter of when and where, baby. There it is. All right. No, but I love that. I mean, that is that's true. You surround yourself with good people when you are someone who cares and gives and is in that service mode. And and guys at the highest level like that, the best want to learn. And when they see how much you care and how much, you know, and you're backing it up and your work ethic and your attitude. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. they're going to give you everything that they have. So that's what attracts. And and obviously, I can tell you do a great job of doing that. So anybody out there listening, it's it's not telling people what to do, but it's showing first how much you Mm. care because nobody's going to listen to you if you don't show them how much you care about them Mm -hmm. first. Exactly. Let's let's dive into some details here. So let's go into I mean, I know there's a lot of aspects as far as performance training goes and we can break them all down. What do you what what would you start with? Would you start with mindset development? Would you start with uh, the physicalities that they need? Let's let's just kind of walk through like how you piece this together and make the ultimate athlete. So I when people say what do you do for a living? You know, Uber Uber drivers, right? Oh, you know, you're traveling to Dallas, where you can, what do you do for a living? Oh, I always say I am a performance coach. Now, 98% of people have no idea what that means. Right. Which then goes into the next dialogue. Oh, a performance coach is somebody that is in charge of an athlete's athletic development, meaning physical preparation. But also I consult on nutrition, how nutrition can impact body comp- uh, uh, composition, meaning do we want to lose fat? Uh, but also how nutrition can impact recovery and how it can boost performance. So when you look at food, there are so many ways you can manipulate and strategize with food and hydration that I try to make sure that I consult on all those levels. Then performance also has a, uh, a pillar that comes from recovery. Recovery are the modalities that Ray would probably think of, Normatec boots, 
mm-hmm. cold therapy, hot therapy, massage therapy, and the list goes on. What are the ways that we can use those modalities to strategize pregame, postgame, uh, offseason, X, Y, Z? So I consult on that level as well. And then lastly, sleep. Um, sleep is probably the number one recovery tool, but sure. most athletes don't know that the sleep environment matters. The sleep routine matters, meaning we should set aside probably 60 to 80 minutes prior to bedtime, targeted bedtime, to start to get into this routine that will get us in sleepy mode. So by the time we hit the pillow, we're out within two to two to five minutes. And, you know, these are all things that I consult to the athlete and the bread and butter is the training. So let's say for instance, and the training is in the weight room on the court, movement training, speed and agility, jump training. It doesn't matter. We, I do it all. Like I, I can, I help people will do it all. I make you a better mover and a better athlete, but without those other three pillars, nutrition, recovery, and sleep, the training isn't maximized. So performance coach is somebody that does the training in the weight room, but also educates on those other three pillars so that the training in the weight room is maximized. It's, it's worth our while and time. That all being said, um, unpeeling the, the onion, so to speak, the first layer of the onion is always going to be a conversation, right? So let's, let's use Ray, for instance. I'm going to talk to him about his nutrition. I'm going to talk to him about his sleep habits. I'm going to talk to him about what his facilities uh, entail in terms of recovery modalities. And then I'm going to talk to him about training, like what, you know, who have you used in the past? What type of workouts were they? Blah, blah, blah. So we, we start to build this profile with the athlete on the basics of what their days look like and how they're kind of doing things currently. And then from there I can kind of fix and, and mix and match, plug and play, whatever, you know, do this, do that from that point. After the conversation happens, then it's like, okay, let's go in the weight room. And now I need to see how you move. I'm going to put you through an assessment, a biomechanical assessment, which looks at joint movement, joint stability, uh, coordination, and then your performance measures, are, which are going to be like how high you jump, how strong you are, how fast you are, those types of things. And throughout this entire process, you know, this is going to probably take maybe two to three days of seeing somebody. You start to get to know somebody. You start to build that rapport, right, that, that relationship piece. And when you when you are around somebody especially if it's one on one you can start to figure out where their mindset is how serious they are how unserious they are you know sometimes people just do things because that's what they're supposed to do not because they necessarily want to do it and as a coach i'm really trying to focus pay attention and listen on to whether or not this is that type of guy or like this is somebody that's like all in or this is like an 80-20 guy, because it's very rare to find somebody, male or female athlete that I've worked with, that's like all in. Mike G, whatever you say, I'm going to do it. Because truthfully, it's unrealistic. Like it, it, it happens over the course of years, not just weeks. And that's how you kind of mitigate through all the, the, the psychological aspects as well as throughout this entire conversational piece, biomechanical piece assessment piece you're figuring out what type of psyche the athletes bring into the table as well yes that's beautiful it's a formula everything depends on the other things sleep to the workout to nutrition yes one and you're giving them this cumulation in this plan and this blueprint that they know they're going through it together with you they're not just taking random stabs out there you have the blueprint down for them which is so powerful for them to know but in that same breath, one of the most, one of the best selling points there is, and one of the most important pieces for having players be able to trust you and grow to you, one of the one of the biggest points for people to trust in you is being able to live it, being able to live it and breathe it yourself, which I know you do. So I'm going to have to ask you, 
What are your non-negotiable habits? What are the things that you do on a daily basis, your routine mm. habits that you think separate you, that make you the 1%? Mm. Like for me, it's I'm waking up every morning. I'm taking an ice cold shower first thing in the morning. Love get my it. body going, get my mindset going. Get, let's give the audience some I of love your that. go-to points. So a uh, firm believer that routines are the foundation of all greatness. So I'm a very routinized individual. It's hard to be routinized on the road in the NBA because late arrivals with flights, um, you can't really stick to a consistent schedule of wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, go to bed at 9, 9 p.m. every morning, every night. But, but you, you adapt to the schedule and, and for me, I have my morning routine and my nighttime routine that I feel like sets me apart and makes me maximize who I am energy-wise and uh, focus-wise. So every morning when I wake up, you know, I, there, there's, there are a specific things, set of things that I do. First and foremost, after I use the restroom, you know, wash my face, do all that, the, the hygiene stuff. I have one of these spike mats yeah. that, that, I, that I stand on and, and I try to avoid ever sitting down and working. So I have like a stand-up desk at home and I have a spike mat right there. So I'll make matcha green, matcha green tea. I'll make, does that, do you know what matcha green tea is? Mike, Mike, this is exactly, I'm at a standing desk right now. I have the spike mat next to me, which I use for grounding. I have matcha wow. every morning. I go to Japan all the time. <laughs> I get the ceremonial grade matcha. You're literally saying my morning. I love oh, this, man. man. Keep going. That's because that's you guys are from L.A., man. <laughs> I was about to say, if you're from L.A., this is very – yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, you, you know, ceremonial grade matcha, super high-quality matcha. For those listeners out there, matcha, ceremonial grade green tea is one of the most antioxidant-rich teas in the world and it's extremely healthy and beneficial for your cells, just cell health as a whole. And along with my matcha, I, I brew myself like a, uh, an espresso. I have an espresso machine that uses aluminum pods, not plastic. Um, and I'll have my espresso and my matcha green tea side by side. Boom. The second, the third beverage that I, that I chef up is my, my morning drink, my am drink, which is, um, Laird Hamilton has yep. a, a supplement company and he has developed a, a, an AM drink that essentially is lacuma, cayenne pepper and lemon. And lacuma is really good for, uh, I believe it's hormone balance. I believe it's, it's, it's a really good natural herb that he has grounded up and placed into like this, this nice AM drink powder. So I'll put a scoop of that into some ice cold filtered water. I mixed up some Himalayan sea salt solution. So basically what I did was I put like, I don't know, maybe a quarter cup of crushed up Himalayan sea salt, some ice water and, in, and put it in a jar. And then it, the, the, the water starts to absorb the Himalayan sea salt. So now instead of using actual salt, you use the solution yep. for, my, for my minerals. I'll take a teaspoon, a tablespoon of that, stick it in there. And then lastly, apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon of that, stick it in there, mix that up. So I got three beverages. That's a part of my AM routine. And then I attack my, um, my journaling. I don't know if Beautiful. that's a thing or not, but I try to reflect on the day before anything that comes to mind, I'm writing it down. And then once I do that, I do gratitude, which is, what are you thankful for? Anything that comes to mind, I write it down. And then lastly, uh, the day ahead, what do I want to get done? Small goals, maybe even future goals, whatever is kind of just pouring out of my mental is what I jot down. And so that when I revisit that, you know, it can in inspire thought and forward thinking. After I'd spent time on the journal, then I got to do some work, which is basically all my online clientele. I do online coaching. Ray knows that I was coaching him abroad in China so that we could continue to keep him strong and, and progress. I'll address all my online programs while standing on the spike mat, working on my stand-up desk. And uh, I, think, I think those things right there are really what, what 
create separation between me and, and, and if I have competition. I don't even know if you call it competition, but whoever else. Mm-hmm. And it just, at the end of the day, makes me feel empowered and ready and motivated to attack the day. And that's just what it's all about. Mike, that's, that's amazing. Literally, it's the same stuff that I do. Like even to the point of the apple cider vinegar, <laughs> the pink Himalayan salt, the, the, the journaling, everything. I, I got two things to add to you that might, that might even improve that. Have you ever used Element? It's uh, the, a, new, a new hydration thing. It's way, way better than any Gatorade or anything like that. No, I haven't. But okay, I will, I'm going to get you hooked up with Element. Okay, Element's awesome. Have you used a, a chili pad when you sleep? So the, <laughs> I know all about the chili pad. The, re, the problem behind the chili pad is that my wife, I, I don't know if anyone out there has had these problems, but it is a freaking tug of war when it comes to climate control. <laughs> she loves hot. <laughs> I love cold. Yes. So, you know, happy wife, happy life. You know how that goes. Obviously, she wins that battle every single time. Unfortunately, I can't put a chili pad on her bed. But um, trust me, if, if I had my own bed, I would be all over that chili pad. Mike, it is, it's a, I got a Mueller. It's a game changer. They actually sponsor this podcast, so they're the best. But you are a saint for, for giving to your wife and letting her do that. Like, <laughs> I might have to sleep in another bed for my wife, but... But no, that's, that's awesome, man. It's a great morning routine. It's a great routine in general just to have yourself motivated, inspired. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I mean, I challenge everybody out that you should have a morning routine. It gets you, you ready for the day. It's, it's amazing. Man, I, I, I tell you what, one of, the con- one of the pieces that I speak about, about, you know, in terms of consulting athletes is like, if your first obligation is at 930, whether that's practice and meeting, doesn't matter, you need to be up 90 minutes prior to that. Why? because you need to wake up so that you're at a hundred percent for that, that first appointment. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm not a hundred percent for you, Ray, in the morning time, I'm doing a disservice to you and I'm letting you down and I can't do that. We're not letting people down here. So we're not in that business. Preach it, Mike. I love it. Preach it. (laughs) I thought I had a nice morning routine, but compared to y'all's and what I just heard from you, man, you're still young, man. You're still young. You got some years to develop. It doesn't happen overnight, buddy. It does not. Hey, but uh, one thing you talked about was the the online coaching. Uh, for I mean, we as we've talked about for everybody out there, like I said again, Mike and I worked for a little bit uh, for a short time about four or five years ago, and then we reconnected uh, this past year out here in New Orleans. Uh, myself and I know a lot of other athletes. Uh, we, we knew you were with the Pelicans for a while, so no one really knew how we could, you know, how accessible you are. Mm-hmm. And now with the online coaching, I've, I've got the chance to do it being in China. It's worked out great. We do it over an app. How can other athletes, whether in Europe, China, States, New Orleans, LA, wherever, how can they get in touch with you in terms of mm-hmm. creating a program and have an opportunity to work with you if, if they want? Is that an option? That's always an option. And uh, I want to say 90% of the clients that I work with online currently, we're all through Instagram. So the, 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 the dialogue goes very simply like this. Oh, I love your workouts. Amazing. Great. Um, how can I work with you? And then I present to them, you know, if you're not in New Orleans or LA at this time, this time I do online coaching, I do digital training. And then they always ask, well, what is it? And then we go through like, the parameters of exactly what I provide. It's essentially an app based programming software that I can program workouts for that specific athlete based off their goals. You know, we have a conversation and see what exactly what we're trying to do. And it allows me to program with video feedback through YouTube. So essentially let's say I want to program a specific exercise for athlete a I can search YouTube for the exact exercise that I'm looking for and then give them that video playback if they're like dumbbell rear foot elevated split squat. I don't remember what that is. Boom, there's a video. They click on it and then shows them exactly what I'm looking for. And um, I basically provide five uh, five programs per week and we text when we need to text if there's any questions, comments, or concerns and we just kind of keep a continuous dialogue throughout the month, making sure we're hitting the marks on what our goals are and there's no issues in terms of pain or 
poor form and whatnot. And that's pretty much the extent of the online coaching. So to answer the question in short, Instagram is the best inquiry uh, device. My my Instagram is at Mr. Do It Moving, uh, Mr. D-O-I-T Moving. And people just drop DMs and that's kind of how we we create that that uh that interaction beautiful i'm gonna yeah we'll link to all that in the show notes for sure and i'll be dropping you dms you'll probably get some random ones that'll be like how do you get 20 inch biceps or ones that have really no relevance to athleticism at all that that'll be coming from me and i'll tell you what i i don't i'm not biased if that's your goal i'm with that let's do it (laughs) (laughs) get me ready for beach season out here that's it hey so i I absolutely love your mindset you are our one percenter to the max what's what's next for you what's the big picture goals for you and i know you enjoy the process you enjoy the journey but if you could say hey this is the pinnacle what is that for you somebody once told me really wise man once told me that time is the ultimate currency and i believe that it's everyone's obligation who has a family to create said time for their family. And I just was recently married. We don't have kids yet, but we have a puppy. So she's like our, 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 our kid. If you guys check my Instagram out, I post her all the time. Ray knows her. Ray don't, Ray don't mess with her though. Uh, it's a, strong, <laughs> it's a little strong dog. Mike, how long and, you been married uh, now? Just to uh, join real quick. We literally got married January 19th. So not too long. Beautiful. I just got married eight months ago. So we're once again, we're right on the same path. Wow. We we have to work together. But anyways, I'm vibe, man. I'm um, <laughs> um, time is the ultimate currency. I need to create as much time for my family as possible. How do I do that? The, the world it has, has progressed into digital. There is a lot of opportunity and monetization, especially in what I do to give, to be all over the world in, in, in at one, at one time. And that's through online training. Now I do a, a small bit of that now, but it's not anything that I own. It's, it's very sole proprietorship, meaning I'm using other people's stuff to, to present my, um, IP, my intellectual property. However, I think that, and where I want to be within the next five years is I want to be totally app driven. I want to be able to give coach Mike G basketball programs to anybody in the world. I want to be, um, be for, I want people to be able to download AD's workout, Drew's workout, Ray's workout. I want them to be able to interact with top level coaches such as yourself. Like for instance, I want to have a piece on there that brings in other pros from different disciplines, but that make up the umbrella of basketball performance and provide that into a nice, complete package and have it be digital so that everyone can have access to it. That's, that's kind of where I'm trying to be within the next five years. And you're going to absolutely do that, man. You're a guy who speaks things into existence. Yes, sir. Make them happen. Beautiful. Yes, sir. So, so Mike, like, I met you through, I mean, obviously we know you're working with basketball players. Also, like you said, back in the day, you used to train a lot of NFL guys. I had mm. met you through. Uh, we just had him on the podcast actually a couple of days ago, Benny Fowler. That's how I met you. you. Um, Shout out to Beans. Beans, what up? You know, so, uh. But but being a football player yourself and going to Ferris State and probably I don't know, but as a football player, goal is probably to go to the NFL. How did you kind of like did you ever see yourself getting to where you're at now in terms of I mean you're working with Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, just to name this, you know, I mean those are two top level guys and I mean it's your path from being a football player has kind of transitioned into being obviously one of the top performance coaches for uh, the NBA. Mm. Like, how did how did this all come about? This was this part of your vision, mm. or did it something that just kind of just pieced itself together? Yeah, cliche as it as it's going to sound, fall in love with the process, not the result. And that's exactly what happened to me. Without anyone telling me that, it was literally. I really love coaching. I really love being in the weight room, being on the field, being on the court with whoever from ages 
seven years old to an NBA vets. I just love this feeling. I love motivating. I love everything about this. And like I said earlier, I was an intern with Drew and those guys and the NFL combine prep guys, you know, scraping gum off the gym floor and getting people water at one point. But it wasn't, it was never always about, I cannot wait to the point to the day that I'm an NBA performance coach or NFL or what have you. It was more or less about this is definitely where I belong. And when you do things with passion and love, everything else takes care of itself, as you know, as both of y'all know. When you do things out of your heart, success will find you. And that's exactly what's happened to me. Never did I ever have an end goal of like being at the pro level of doing what I do now. As a matter of fact, people will tell you that if you want to make a lot of money, do not be a strength coach or do not be a personal trainer or do not be, you know, a performance coach or what have you, because there is not a lot of money in this field. People who make it monetarily in this field make products, um, you know, they, 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 they catch some type of break and then they, they take off with it. But the 95% of us, no, nah, we do this because we love it. We don't do it because it, it gives us a, a healthy lifestyle. And I knew that going into it, I knew that I loved it and I didn't care what, what the outcome was. I just knew that I wanted to do something that I loved and not be like pretty much everyone from where I'm from, you know, just trying to pay the bills, whatever it takes to pay the bills. And that's just something that I was not okay with. So um, here we are. Mike, these might be some of the best answers to the 1% podcast we've ever had. It's like if I could softball pitch them and just create them, the answers that I would want someone to say, you're hitting it to the <laughs> T and you're living it, man. It's, it's beautiful. So we're going to throw you in the rapid fire hot seat right now. So that okay. means whatever comes to your mind, whether it's quick answer, whatever it might be, you just, you just say it out. All right. What, what is your favorite mindset quote? that you live by maybe something you have on the fridge or it's been instilled in you from a young age. Do you have any go-to quotes? Oh man, I got two. Can I, can I say them both? Absolutely. The first one is no challenge, no change. Simply put. Beautiful. If it ain't, I'm just going to stop there. And then the third, the second one is uh, the man who fails to wake before the sun fails to feed feed his family. And that's a Chinese proverb that comes from basically the rice, the ricing, the farm, uh, rice farming there was a specific way to crop rice that you had to be up before the sun otherwise the the crops would go bad something like that Mm -hmm. so so literally it meant like if you didn't wake up before the sun to do your job then you're not no one's eating but obviously we look at it as like you know one percenters i'm gonna get up before everybody take care you know find peace in this world to take care of me and then i'm now able to give a hundred percent to take care of everybody else. So, Man. yes, morning routines. There it is. Even a Chinese proverb. We need to do it. Great mm-hmm. quotes right there. Okay, so I, I probably know what your answer is going to be on this one, which is which is amazing. But what does defining the definition of legacy mean to you? Not necessarily a billboard or having mm-hmm. your name all over the place, but what does legacy mean to you? A legacy simply means to me that if I bear children with my wife one day, which we plan on, anybody that meets my child or comes in contact with my child as an adult is going to immediately reverberate, oh man, your dad, Mike G, was the man. Like He, he really changed people's lives. He really impacted people's lives. And that is a lot of pressure on my kid, but I think that that is exactly what legacy means to me is that, and, and you know, obviously that that's such a multifactorial answer, but, or question, but for me, I want my legacy to extend onto my children. Like your dad lived to serve and he did everything he could to, to, to have a positive impact on anybody that he was around. hundred percent. Trust me, that's not going to be a lot of pressure on them. It'll just come natural for them because that's exactly what will happen. 
Yeah. Okay. Who is other than other than Drew Holiday? Who is the hardest worker that you've worked with in the NBA? And I know that I know that you can't. It's tough to choose favorites, but give me let's get something Ooh. specific on the hardest worker. Where is this guy's just always there putting it in in the NBA? Only in the NBA. Oh, right, you go overall. Let's go overall. Just athletes in general. Lauren Holiday, Drew's wife. athletes oh, in oh, general. Man. Other than Drew, we we can't say Drew. Lauren Holiday, Drew's wife. Lauren Chaney. <laughs> she might be hard, but more than Drew. I know. I know the Holiday no, family. She, no question. She she works harder than Drew. She she oh, is, and Ray knows. Ray 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 works out with her from time to time in New Orleans. But when Lauren Chaney, when Lauren Holiday was Lauren Chaney, and she was like in the in the in the pinnacle of her career, what? There was nothing I couldn't tell her to do that she wasn't going to do 2,000 miles per hour to the point to where I'm like, whoa, 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 no, relax. It's, it doesn't have to be that fast or it doesn't need to be that hard or whatever. She and, and, and on top of that, she is the pound for pound best athlete I've ever worked with, hands down. Hands down. Yep. Yep. Pound for pound. You know what I mean? That's what everybody says about the Holiday family. She's the best athlete. What? And her competitive spirit is crazy. crazy. Oh, man, their kids are going to be off the charts. I got to <laughs> invest in their kids. What about the NBA? Anyone that stands out to you in the NBA? Yeah. Uh, we just, just to make a note, all of his players worked very hard. So anybody that is not mentioned in this next answer, there's no offense to them. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Trust me. Oh, oh man, it's it's, it's got to be, be somebody. somebody. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. And you can't say Ray either. So you can't say Ray either. He's out. Both that's off limits. Ray is close, but no cigar. Um, <laughs> Take that, Ray. Sheesh. Who 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 would I say? Just really stands out. You can say a couple of them. I don't, we'll give you, you got some guys. It's hard to pick. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, that, uh, you know, one of the one of the job descriptions of 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 us of us performance coaches, we got to milk the most that we can out of these guys, and and you know, there's a there's an art to it. So I'm just trying to make sure that yes, you know what I mean that I, I that I'm accurate with my answers. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth. You can. They're all they're all they're all hard workers. Good. Let's just go with Lauren Holiday. <laughs> there it is. I was gonna say Lauren's the best one to go with. I like that. <laughs> I'll help you out. I'll help him out though. I will say one I'll say one guy. I know I seen you work with Quincy Pondex, and I know Quincy. He 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 gets it in when he's in that weight room. But I'm not saying that's the top guy, but I've seen him put in some work though. He going. And he's strong as hell too. Damn. Inside information right there. I like it, Ray. Nice. Beautiful. Mike, how can we all follow you? How can we all Get on your app, know what you're doing, DM you on Instagram, just just really sure, immerse sure. ourselves in the the greatness that you are spreading. Yeah, so the the number one and really the only social media outlet that I'm active on is Instagram, and that's at Mr. Do It Moving. I'm on Twitter, same handle at Mr. Do It Moving, but I'm not really I'm I'm just a consumer of of, of information on that thing, but really active on Instagram, posting a lot of workout videos. I just posted a really good one of, of Ray yesterday uh, of some of our processes that we do. So go check that out. But, you know, I think the best outlet for, for people to reach me is through Instagram. It's beautiful. And um, anyway, do you support any causes, anything like that? Any other way we can, we can get behind you. Nope, not yet. The, yeah. That That's when we coming. when we do when we do part two, I'm gonna have a list of those, but not right now. Love it. The nurse, I think he's I think he's ready for the last one, Mike. You ready for the last? I one? I don't know question? if he's ready, right? Yeah. Uh, stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready. You already know. I hear you. That's what, that's what I live by, man. <laughs> hey, so uh, since this is a one percenter podcast, what does being a one percenter mean to you? A uh, one percenter defines anything and everything that I do. Whether that's education, teaching, coaching, and then anybody that's immediately in my presence, my family, my dog, and myself, everything's held accountable to this 1% standard. And sometimes I got to pull back a little bit because it could be a bit much and I'm still learning that balance, but the philosophy stands to be true. One percenters live, breathe, eat drink and sleep a certain type of way and we obviously stand out so 
that's what a one percenter means to me. Mike, say no more. Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic, Mike, and get out of here. That's an unbelievable podcast. Just great answers. Man, it's like we were meant to be. It's like you're my brother that I, that I haven't even met yet in person. So when you well, get out here to LA, somewhere. we're going to get together, make some make some greatness happen. Let Ray sure. join us too as he's – I mean, he's basically the light of all of us here is Ray. But, no, Mike, literally, thank you. Literally. Thank you so much for your time, for coming <laughs> on this podcast, for all you do inspiring and, yeah, and changing lives. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of the one percent podcast thank you so much for giving your time to me and listening to the one percent podcast without you none of this would be possible the feedback the reviews the ratings you give this podcast help to grow the audience and the reach for us to be able to bring on new guests each week and provide that one percent daily steps we can all implement from top nba players high performers and just from amazing people doing amazing things to better this world and it's all because of you and if you could i will shout you out personally thank you leave a review on itunes or the podcast app on your phone five stars if you love it one star of course if you hate it and leave a comment of what you liked about it or questions suggestions that you might have post on social media and tag me at david nurse nba and i will repost the reviews the podcast gets i'll shout you out personally for sure thank you so much for being the best community the best family the best one percent squad so blessed for all of you out there now go out there today and speak a word of encouragement into someone You can and you will make a difference.